Welcome to the Triple Confirmed Podcast, where we discuss Bitcoin price talk, trading ideas, and much, much more. I am your host, The Baked Potato, a six-year crypto analyst and crypto YouTuber. Today's date is April 14th, and this is episode 184. Hopefully you guys are having a fantastic Friday. Excellent, beautiful day over here in BC, Canada. Hopefully you guys are getting somewhat of the same weather. We've got some exciting things to talk about today in the price action. Uh, a couple things popped up in the news maybe we'll touch on too. And yeah, as always, let's dive right into it. Starting off here, as always, like on our macros, Bitcoin and Ethereum. Hooey doggy. The weekly at the moment, still showing no signs of turning down yet. Overall, the momentum is still building. We're, you know, we're really like as far as a macro uh, continuation pattern goes, we're looking really good. We're not seeing volume drop off. We're not seeing momentum slow down. You know, obviously we've run into this $30,000 resistance level. We even popped all the way up to almost 31. Crazy day yesterday. It does seem to seem uh, to be that the mid to shorter time frames are starting to run out of juice and we're still potentially looking at some sort of retracement pullback in towards the levels we've been talking about maybe a little bit higher um, at this point in time you know i think we'd be very lucky to see 26500 28600 is going to be the gatekeeper for that we basically need to break on a closing candle basis below 28600 if we're going to see anything close to 2625 again. Um, if we were to bounce down to 28600, hold the support and start turning all our mid to shorter time frames back up. At that point, I would say again, you know, retesting the previous high. We just continue to uh, you know, take these shorter, smaller pushbacks and continue building up momentum to the upside. So that's what I'm looking for in the shorter term. Um, when we get down into our midterm macros, you know, four day, potentially actually re-triple confirming back up. Overall, again, you know, we're running into short midterm resistance, but overall this thing is just juicy. It's absolutely juicy. We've got the 618 of the four day sitting right above us here at 31 uh, into 32,500, but a $1,500 level there of heavy resistance all the way through it. Um, because this is the first test up into it, you know, I'm still on the fence about breaking through right off the bat. It makes way more sense for us to potentially get another daily divergence here a little bit more. You know, it, it's clearer, I guess, in the terms of how the overall looks, right? Our momentum, our market liberator, and our wolf pack are all pointing to another bearish divergence at this point. We're still technically right on the top of resistance as far as the trend resistance goes. You know, there's a lot of things here saying like, hmm, is it absolutely going to bust a nut right through this thing? Or is it going to take a step back, make sure everything's all good, reset all the in the oscillators and indicators before stepping through this level? Again, it just, you know, as far as probabilities go, right now, that's what it's still pointing to. I know that, you know, oh, we were thinking it was going to turn around to 28. And we've popped up to 30, 31. Well, yes, but it's done so again with more divergence. So we have to be aware of that. If again, if it retests into the previous high and it holds, um, basically confirming that the breakout, you know, is more than likely to continue, 
then we have to change our perspectives. But for now, another divergence has popped up. We've got midterm and short-term divergence, bearish divergence, should I say. And, you know, going into a weekend, this thing may just like basically pity work itself out and then continue. If the volume uh, for the downside really sucks, that may be uh, what we're dealing with here. It's just another low volume weekend. We kind of chop sideways here. Obviously, we, we test down into that 28.6 or somewhere close to it and then look for continuation up on Monday, um, depending on what those medium to low time frames are doing at that point. Um, if we see everything reset in the time that it takes just uh, in the next two or three days, you know, we, we potentially we need to look at continuation. As far as ETH goes, we've slammed into the $2,100 level. Awesome to see this thing absolutely taking off. There is still a butt ton of Ethereum sitting, or it has been moved, I guess is a better way to put it, to exchanges from the staked accounts. I come to find out that the average break-even price for those people was around 2100 So potentially we do see a little bit more pushing. ETH seems to have more strength going on than Bitcoin right now. I could see it tapping above to actually form a new midterm higher high closing candle you know absolutely for sure it could come down to today's close if it gets pushed all the way back into what do we got here looks like 1977 or wick highs 2020 if we get close below one of those two levels or both you know potentially still looking for rejection right along this level before seeing a closed higher high it may end up closing the higher high and then still popping down to basically confirm that you know we're seeing higher lows now we've got higher highs in that midterm now we need to go and hopefully retest into 24 2500 and if we can break that then we're looking all the way up into three thousand um, dollars as far as a retest goes for ethereum i'm looking for around 1650 to 1750 on the higher end of the retracement level um, if bitcoin ends up going all the way back into 25 potentially we start to see maybe hidden bullish divergence going on here or something a little closer to maybe 1500 um, for that higher low hidden bullish divergence sort of dealio going on higher low overall though volume we really want to start to see this thing pick up it's absolutely just it's absolutely low as heck right now on the daily on the four day on the weekly i would like to see that pull up before this thing really starts to grab some energy and some strength and starts pushing through these critical levels. So that's Ethereum. Uh, coming over here to the S&P, we can see we had a pretty good day the last two days. Um, we're still continuing to push into this resistance line. Um, we've tested it many, many times in the past couple months, actually. Um, right back into it, our medium term timeframes, not looking too bad, but because we just closed like this, and because our shorter term, medium term timeframes are showing bearish divergences going on here and momentum's turning around, potentially this is some sort of, you know, fake out on resistance going into Monday. We maybe see the open, you know, potentially below 4100 and then kind of continue that from there. Overall, looking for a higher low on the S&P, that trend to continue. Um, that's, that means basically we want to see you know, a retest of maybe as low as like 3880, I think would be a juicy little spot. Um, anything more than that, we start to potentially look at the down, you know, the 
bottom of what was resistance now support and by the time we hit it that could be 3800 overall still again higher low so not a bad dealio us 10-year dixie did end up bouncing off these levels as we spoke about in the wednesday session they came down a little bit more did end up holding the support made new lower lows with bullish divergence and have since started to push back up um i'm, 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 I'm sitting at 101 1.5 Let's see here. Yeah, it seems like we probably still have more juice to go. This may be played off like some sort of double bottom with bullish divergence. Yada, yada, yada. I could see us pushing all the way back into potentially 103 as far as the Dixie goes. US 10-year potentially as high. It's probably like 3.75%, maybe close to 4% again to retest that top of resistance. But not too much juice here potentially unless it flags and we end up breaking through that 4%. If we break through 4%, we could be looking almost all the way back into 5%, top of the channel resistance that we've been bouncing off of. Obviously, these two charts pushing up and actually you know, flagging out uh, would be obviously pretty bearish for the stocks for crypto. But at the same time, knowing that crypto is kind of doing its own thing right now, you know, this will have an effect on it. But overall, right, it's going to keep kind of doing what it wants to do overall. Unless everything completely starts going to shit, right? Stock market starts dropping hundreds of points a day. Dollar starts crashing like crazy. You know, we whatever. There's a lot of things going on in the background that we just we need to be conscious of with what's going on around the world, with Russia, with China, with everyone. You know, you can't predict these black swan types of come out of nowhere events. You just have to be mindful that they can occur. And if they do occur, how to react. It's the most important thing. Um, Other than that, some of our altcoins had pretty good days yesterday. Dogecoin uh, was almost up 10%. Link, I think, was almost up more than 10%. Um, Dominance did end up falling for the last day and a half. So that's fantastic. We're potentially retesting into what was resistance, now support, and or potentially, you know, pushing back down through it. That would be totally fine. There is quite a bit of bearish divergence going on here. I would like to see dominance reset in this 44 and a half, uh, 44 percentile level before continuing for some sort of potential cup handle breakthrough previous resistance into the next level, which is going to be about 56-57%. This is what we've seen prior in the past, right? And you can see the little tippy-tippy here. I mean, obviously, maybe a little bit more extravagant. The fractal doesn't have to play out exactly, but as long as the overall pattern is the same, that's what you're looking for here. So that's kind of what I'd like to see. Uh, if we can test into the 57 percentile region, retesting back down into 47-48%, we have a much better chance of taking this thing and absolutely, you know, expanding out from that level afterwards, breaking through this very key critical resistance zone that's been holding us down since basically 2017. As far as dominance goes, if dominance starts breaking through this level or it just as, as I've got it here, basically just working itself sideways and through the reaction to this thing could be absolutely massive. We'd basically be charging right for the 72 percentile right off the bat. Um, after we're above 50%. That's almost what it's done every single time prior. You can see as soon as it busted through 50%, we tested 62, retraced to 52, and then straight to 72. Boom, boom. I would like to see something similar to that. Um, obviously, dominance going up to 70% would be absolutely crazy. Um, altcoins left in the dust 
Bitcoin pumping like absolutely to the max. Once it starts to settle out, you know, again, we're talking about potential future stuff later. Um, that's when we start to be looking for these massive rallies coming into the altcoins because there's going to be so many profits, gains built on the run-up for the main cap stuff. Um, and that's all going to hopefully get dispersed back into the rest of the ecosystem. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll have to see. We will see as far as that goes. So just to summarize, again, Bitcoin, medium term, short terms are turning back down. This hasn't been our best friend for the last couple of weeks. Obviously, we continue to see these shorter term uh, timeframes turning down, not really having any reaction and then turning right back up because the macro is just dragging it through the mud. Like, no, 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 no. The two week hasn't been triple confirmed since 2021. You know, so like, rah. it's got plans. It's got motions. We're at the 382 now, though, at this uh, 30,000, 30,700 to 30,000 or 31,000. Um, this would be perfect place, the perfect place to retrace. Now, if we poke above it a little bit, we hit 32 over the weekend. We still can come back to 26. You know, if it doesn't do it now, potentially a little bit later, I've just, you know, we can continue squeezing, but there is a butt ton of long liquidity to grab that I think would just absolutely help skyrocket us back up, raking us through this level, getting the full retest as we keep talking about and continuing. But the, the grand scheme of things, you know, you're looking for buying opportunities. That's, I can't stress this enough. If you miss a short, big whoop-dee-doo. Not a big deal. Look for that next long position, you know, because if you're kicking yourself because you didn't get in at 20 and we're up 50%, you know, that's it's just going to keep happening. We can look at previous runs to get a scope of that, you know. Pullbacks in here, right? If you were expecting a pullback maybe from, let's say, 400 and you only hit 350 and you didn't take it, you know, your next potential retest was like at that same level. And from there, pullbacks, you can see very minimal, very minimal, like still 20, 30 percent, but it looks like nothing. And it, it's it's obviously from a much higher level than you would have expected to get in. So be cautious. Don't miss out. There are big things going on. There's not a lot of Bitcoin left to sell. People are paying attention and the whales are buying. So don't get left behind, my friends. All right, friends. Well, if there's nothing else, as always, make sure you guys check out TripleConfirmation.com. The biggest meeting and party coming up in six days from today. Uh, obviously, big, exciting stuff coming out. The trading bot for that. Um, so be there for our one-year party. You can, uh, If you guys aren't a part of the Discord, you can join with the links in any of our descriptions on uh, the podcast, on the YouTube everything in between. We appreciate the heck of you guys taking the time to listen today. I will catch you in the next episode on Monday. Take care. Bye-bye.